The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Code of Conduct. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is the Code of Conduct with the King Podcast. I am your host, Jay Spencer King, and I am back with a very, very special edition of the Code of Conduct because I went live last night. That's right, I went live Friday, May 28th with the one and only Antonio Williams, Buffalo Bills running back. He got a chance to hop on and join me. We got a chance to talk about everything from his NASCAR dealings to OTAs and everything he's looking forward to this year with the Buffalo Bills. He had a message for the fan base. He said, Bills Mafia, we are on a mission. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all enjoyed this interview. I hope that you take the time out and it, uh, it reaches your ills well on this holiday weekend. Please be sure to also join me Monday night as I have Marcel Louise Jacques joining me from ESPN, the Buffalo Bills beat reporter. Marcel is that dude. If y'all don't know Marcel, man, I need y'all to need y'all to get with it. Marcel's that dude. So that's coming up Monday, 9 p.m. live. Join me on the Buffalo Rumblings podcast and YouTube networks and I'm going to go ahead and get right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Antonio Williams of the Buffalo Bills. Let's this is a Jay Spence. What's up, exclusive. man? I got my man Antonio Williams of the Buffalo Bills joining me. I apologize for that intro, man. I'm going to hold you down. I promise you I'm going to get it right. How's it going today, dog? <laughs> hey, it's good, man. You're good on the intro, though. Man. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad you asked me to be on. Let's get this thing going, man. Let me ask yeah. you this, because I'm going to get right to it, man. Last season, we got to see you week 17 against the Dolphins, and you did some things that made Bills fans excited. There's a lot of Bills fans, including me, who kind of, we wanted Travis Etienne to get drafted. Now, that's not a slight against you or Devin or or uh, Zach or anybody, but we wanted, we wanted him drafted. I feel like after watching that Miami game again now, it's like, wait a minute, we might have enough on our roster to, to, to really do it after I watched it. I'm going to be honest. I, I didn't really look at you like that. I did today. So, so tell me, man, what did you, what are you preparing for in this off season? What can Bills fans expect to see? Are you going to, are you going to jump in there for, and, and compete for a spot? We're going to see you like, how's it going to be for you this year? Yeah, man. I, I appreciate the, the compliments too. Um, but uh, I'm just excited, man. That's all I, I can really say. I'm excited and I'm working and uh, you know, they're giving me up. I'm getting some opportunities to get some reps that I didn't get last season. You know, I was on and off the team uh, released a few times. Um, so I didn't get as many reps as I wanted to, 
Um, so honestly, I, I knew the plays last year, but you know, I just I just knew the plays. I didn't understand the plays, and I think you know me going into that Miami game. I, when I will go back and watch it, I look at it like, dude, I missed so much. It was so much I left out there. Um, but um, you know, right now, you know, I'm just understanding the offense very well, um, way better than I did last year. Um, things are way slower. Um, so so all I can say is, you know, I'm gonna just go out there and do everything I can to, to earn that shot for sure. Well, like I said, um, and I'm I'm being honest. I try to be honest when when I get a chance to speak to you guys. So, like last year, obviously, you know, as a rookie, we didn't get to see you much. So, you, you know, you weren't part of the conversation when we were talking about the running backs room. Now, I feel like because of Week 17, you know, your name comes up often now. Like when fans are talking, and even now with the um, you know, the content creation world, when all the podcasts and Buffalo, we talk about Antonio Williams a lot. Um. How does it feel in that locker room? Do you feel like you're one of the top three guys, top four guys coming in, or do you feel like, you know, you're, you're kind of outside looking in, you got something to prove? Um, I just have a lot of confidence, man. I have a lot yeah. of confidence right now. And, and like I said, you know, I worked I work really hard this offseason. Um, I got some really good training. Went back to UNC and actually trained this offseason uh, with my guy, A.J. Blue. Yeah, me and him were like that. He was a former UNC running back as well, so he gets it. He, he knows he knows what's at stake. and. Uh, he knows how, how the season ended for us uh, in the playoffs. He knows how the season ended for me. Uh, and he knows what's at stake. And, and, and we're just going to try, kind of try, try to let that game roll over and just build off of that momentum that I left out of that Miami game with. So, like I said, you know, top three, top whatever you, whatever you want to call it, man. I, at this point, you know, I just, I'm just confident. I'm happy to be there. You know, I'm just happy to be in Buffalo. You know, I'm just excited for this season and what this team is about to do. Well, well, I'm rooting for you, and I know I know a lot of the people who are in the comments right now and, and a lot of people who actually do interact with me for this show were rooting for you because, um, like I said, I didn't, I didn't watch a ton of your highlights prior to preparing for this, but I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't just watch the highlights now because I wanted to prepare properly. I went back and watched some of your games, and, dude, you, you, um, I don't know how you got drafted so late, to be honest. Um, what is it? <laughs> why, why did you fall? What happened? <laughs> So so what happened was uh, my junior year, the highlights that you showed, that was junior year highlights. Um, obviously, I had a, a great year that year. I was actually going to come out early, and uh, we hired Mac Brown at uh, UNC. And uh, me and Coach Brown, that's, that's my guy, man. And just, just from the get-go, and, uh, he basically said, you know, you're, you're a leader on this team. Um, if we, you know, if you come back for your senior year, that would be beneficial for the program. I love Carolina. I'm a, I'm a born and bred Carolina guy. You know, that was being at home playing playing back at UNC. That was big for me. So I was like, you know what? Why not? Um, so I go into my senior year and I mess up my Achilles, and that's kind of what that's kind of what happened. That's why I went undrafted. That's why everything happened like it happened for me because I had um, I had really bad Achilles tendonitis. So there were some weeks that I could play my senior year, mm-hmm. and then there were some weeks I just couldn't go at all. Um, so it was. It kind of, kind of, I kind of disappeared my senior year, um, so I was lucky to even get a shot, honestly. Yeah, so Bills fans, I, I asked that question specifically so those of you who don't know that story, you heard it from his mouth. You, you know why? And I'm gonna tell you, I think it can work out in the Bills' favor that it happened the way it did because had you either a been, you know, come out junior year or b say you were healthy your entire senior season and you, you know, you destroyed everybody like you normally would have, then we wouldn't have gotten you. So I think what ends up happening is it becomes a, a like a diamond in a rough or it's a hidden jewel because the, the talent that you have and the ability that you have is not 
it is in no way where you were picked up. You get what I'm saying? So, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, what do you think seeing last year, we saw Devin, we saw Zach, we saw the way the offense ran with those two guys being our one, two punch last year. Um, I know we're going to basically go with that again. And it looks like the team is built to have a committee. What skill set do you personally feel like you bring to the table to go with that combination to really show like, hey, we're about to we're about to have a great running attack to go along with this dynamic passing attack? Yeah, well, I, I think I'm, a, I'm I think I'm in that Miami game. I really showed a lot of power. A lot of people see it as see that power side of me from that game. Um, but really, I think I'm, I'm a pretty balanced back. So in a way, I feel like I'm kind of a combination. I have that speed, I have that burst and I have that size. Um, so when I need to, I can deliver the power. So honestly, I, I just feel like I, I am a, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a combination here. I guess you could say uh, I can catch out of the backfield. Um, I think I'm well in pass protection. Um, so honestly, I just think that, you know, the combination, the by committee, I did that all in college. So I'm used to that. Mm-hmm. So I know how it goes. I know how to, how to make the most out of the opportunities when you get in there. Um, so, you know, that's, that's what I see myself as kind of the, a balanced guy that can do whatever needs to be done. I like to hear that. It looks like um, the team is being built. It looks like the philosophy of Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott is is really to, to get guys, obviously, to come and play the role they bring you in for. But they also want the type of guy that, you know, if if, if we don't need you right here this Sunday, we might need you here. So we kind of just want you to be able to 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 do it all. And, and it sounds like you're saying that you're the kind of guy that can do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm a big team guy, man. Like, you know, when I when I get asked questions about what do I think I'm going to do this year, it's always difficult for me because I'm just like, I don't really ever like to speak on that because I'm always like, whatever the team needs, you know, that's right. that's. Um, but, but yeah, man, that, they definitely have built uh, a culture of, of team first guys, and you know, we're we're here in Buffalo, we feel it, we feel the need uh, to get to that, get to that Super Bowl, to get get that ring for the for the city, man. So, uh, you know, he's he's built a culture, and they've built a culture that. It has a lot of guys that want that. Well, I can tell you're a team first guy. I mean, you just said you, you know, you could have come out your junior year, get, get drafted higher, and your coach comes in and say, Hey man, it'll help us. And, <laughs> and you and you risk that. So I mean, that that's obviously a team first mentality. Whereas a lot of guys would have jumped into the draft and said, Hey, I'm going to get my check. I'm going for the bag. So, you know, it, it's a good thing to have a team full of that, man. So we appreciate you being in Buffalo. Let's let's switch gears for a minute here, man. So Growing up, I was never a racing like a NASCAR. I, I just wasn't. And and I, I feel like everybody can kind of understand why, you know, at least from in Buffalo, growing up in the east side, a lot of black people just wasn't in the race. We just weren't. Um, I moved to Indianapolis in 2011, 2012, early 2012. And obviously the Indy 500 is there. And when I got there, everybody was like, man, you think you think going to Bills games is tailgating? You ain't seen tailgating. So I'm like, all right, we'll see. I went. First of all, they were right. <laughs> first of all. Secondly, it's it's definitely it's definitely the thing to do. Mm-hmm. How did you get involved in, in NASCAR? And and just tell us a little bit about it, man. I know you've probably told this story a hundred times at this point. I'll tell it a hundred more if I got to. I <laughs> but no, man, I, I grew up in New London, North Carolina. Um, and that's about an hour, 45 minutes from Charlotte. And everybody knows Charlotte Motor Speedway. Um, and, uh, you know, racing is really, really big in that area. You've got every team you can think of. you got Hendricks, Penske. Um, you can just name a list of all the teams located in Charlotte. Uh, so basically, Charlotte's kind of like the headquarters for NASCAR. And then growing up, I always watched the races on with my granddad. 
And my granddad passed away last year, last August. That's when all of this kind of started going because I was like, how can I honor my granddad? And we were really, we were really, really tight. So I, so I put out a tweet, literally, I put out a tweet, man. And I said, does anybody have any NASCAR connections? And NASCAR, the Twitter for NASCAR, quote tweeted it and said, we may know some people. And it was after <laughs> it was over with, man. Um, I have asking me, did I want to be a co-owner? I mean, this is literally a tweet of the same day. I'm, I don't even know what I want to do yet. Um, but <laughs> I meet up with Nate, Nate Black, Blaisdell. He was the uh, manager for my driver now, Joe Grab Jr. And uh, he, um, we, we got lunch and things kind of took off from there, man. Um, things have been going really well. We've got some some of the biggest sponsorships in racing right now. Um, the past few races, Joe's had some some misfortune, had a few wrecks and uh, blown tires. didn't didn't go our way. But uh, you know, we started the season really strong, and we've got we've got some races left, so we can definitely pick it back up. But uh, it's going good, man. I, so it's a fun thing to be a part of. Well, let me ask you this because I know I'm gonna get cussed out because I just said you know like when I first moved to Indy, everybody was like, man, tailgating in Buffalo, you think going to Bills games is the business. Wait till you come to the, the racing. And like I said, they were right, man. I never experienced anything like a tailgating at a, at a NASCAR event. Um, I don't want you to get in trouble. So I'm not going to ask it in a bad way. How would you compare like that type of experience for you? Like, you know, seeing what you've seen from Bills Mafia at this point, um, you don't have to make the comparison, but it, I mean, NASCAR is something, man. Like it's an experience different no i think i can make a fair comparison simply because i had to i had a rookie year in COVID season so i didn't really experience the, okay. the tailgating from mafia unfortunately um got to experience them a little bit in the playoffs and when we landed after we uh we, after we flew in from denver um but you know that nascar the nascar tailgating in the community in nascar is kind of like you know you know you have the motorhomes in the infield and the, the fans in nascar will will basically kind of live at the track for like a week. The week of the race, they'll, they'll like live at the track and it's, it becomes a big neighborhood. And uh, I mean, like, I don't know any other sport that really turns into a neighborhood at the place that the event is happening prior to the event, you know? So that's, it's just hard to explain, but everybody that I've taken to a race, everybody that's seen a race in person, I, I haven't met anyone that hasn't fall, fallen in love with going and getting that race their experience. Uh, after they've been to a NASCAR race. Yeah, like I said, growing up in Buffalo, it just wasn't something that was popular, and and I never got into it. But then, dude, my experiences in Indianapolis completely changed it. And Liam in the comments said, you know, the Indy 500 is an experience of his own, and he's right. Um, but I, I knew this was coming. As soon as you said it becomes a, a neighborhood, Bill's Mafia, the RV lot. Now, this year you'll get to see that um, because okay. COVID isn't happening. And I know it's going to be a packed house, man. What are you looking forward to the most, at, you know, from what you've heard from Bill's Mafia? What is it that you're looking forward to connecting with? Man, I want I want to see the table breaking. I want I want to hear the loudness in the stadium. I want to not hear Josh when he's calling plays in the huddle. I want all of that. I want every bit of Bill's Mafia. Um, you know, we're, we're called the best fan base in the, in, in the NFL for a reason. I want to experience every bit of it. I'm excited to have, to have the fans back, man. I am so excited. I never would have thought in a million years in my rookie year I played an NFL game with no fans in the stands. So, um, you know, I'm excited for the second year, especially being in a place like Buffalo. Man, how weird was that for you, though? Because on TV, obviously, they, they had the fake sound in there. So, like, there were moments when you couldn't tell, depending on the 
depending on the camera angles, it's like, okay, it's football. Like, I'm just happy to see these guys back. Um, then there were moments when it was clearly weird. Like, you know, there wasn't a big play and then you just hear a noise from the crowd. It's like, wait a minute, what the heck is going on? On the field, I mean, I know you've played your whole life from, you know, Little League all the way up to now, but but how was that as a professional athlete or even from your recent experience in college now to playing with no fans in the stands? How was that? It's a different level of intensity. Um, I definitely feel like, I definitely feel like everybody will be amped up times 10 whenever the fans are back in there because it's just you can you can feel that you can feel every everybody in those stands you can feel their intensity you can feel their their want to win um the the yelling the loudness the the cheers the booze all of that it just adds a different environment to the game where um it it, it ups your level of play you can either up it or it can can knock it down if you're an opposing team but uh you know it's just for me that 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 Miami game it was kind of like a a very serious scrimmage. <laughs> Don't lose scrimmage. <laughs> Do not lose that scrimmage and, and possibly finish that scrimmage, but still at the same time. You know, it was still an NFL game. But um yeah, it was it was definitely different. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have expected that. Well I wanna first personally thank you for that Miami game because um obviously we all knew like the starters we knew that you know the team was gonna rest because going into the playoffs and we knew Miami wasn't really a threat, but but, dude, thank you. Because Miami fans, Bills Mafia would tell you, Miami fans are the worst. And we don't know why, because especially since Josh has been drafted, we've been we've owned them. And <laughs> and I think I feel like it's going to continue. So I want to thank you for putting putting two touchdowns on them boys like they needed that. They need they can hold that. <laughs> they can hold that. Uh, look, in Buffalo, the rivalry for the longest, obviously, has been the Patriots because Tom Brady was there. Now it seems like it's shifting a bit because time is gone. We beat the guy, we beat those guys twice last year. In the locker room, what team? What team this year coming up? Like, is there a team circled on the calendar? Um, is it Kansas City because of the AFC Championship? Is it um, is it the Patriots being in our division again? Is it Miami? Inside that locker room, how do y'all feel? Like, who is it that you got your eyes on? Right now, the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's what we have our eyes on. Really? Uh, one game at a time, man. That's the first game of the season for us. Um, so okay, I got you. I got you from that perspective. Yeah, Coach McDermott, I see you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Your business. I thought you was about to give me something. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. Uh, we just, you know, whoever's lined up against us, they we in order for us to reach that goal, that's what we gotta. That's what we gotta go through. Obviously, there are some games that it's a little more intense around the facility going into that week, um, but. Um, Right now, I'll, I'll just say, you know, we're, we're focused on the Steelers, man. Focus on the Steelers. Okay. Yeah, I thought you I thought, I thought, you was giving me something at the time. I wasn't even – I'm like, so really, that's the rivalry? But Because I was going to go the route where, obviously, um, last season, I, I know the team was very, very offended with um, certain actions, you know, people dancing on logos. And then um, I know we offended some folks a couple years back. You weren't on the team at the time. You, you weren't – you were still in college, but – you know, we went into their stadium and we basically took over their song. And it was like, you know, it, I'm going to tell you something. I wasn't a fan of that, man. Because if somebody if somebody tries to take the shout song, I'm ready to fight. You know what <laughs> I mean? But at the same time, we, we backed it up as a team. So I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, I was really hoping you was going to take that bait. You didn't take it, man. <laughs> so how's OTAs, man? How, does, how do you feel the team looks at this point? I know it's very vanilla practice, yeah. but how does the team look? Team's looking good, man. Team's looking good. Guys already, you know, we kept that chemistry, man, and uh, and building even more. Um, guys look fast. Guys look healthy. 
Uh, the rookie's looking good. You guys making plays. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Like I said, I, when I talk about it, I just get really, really antsy because it's just like, you know, I just, I'm ready to get going with everything. So, I mean, we look good right now. We look good. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, we got my man Antonio Williams of the Buffalo Bills joining us tonight. I wanted to do this uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I wanted to give you all a chance to interact with some of your, uh, you know, some of your favorite players on the team. And Antonio Williams, after week 17, he became a fan favorite in Buffalo. So while you're in here now, we, we got some time. Let's start throwing the questions up here. I see a couple of people, uh, you know, wishing you luck. My man John Herring says he wishes you luck this year. Um, Scott said earlier that, you know, he hopes you get a legit chance at making the team. He loved your drive and passion in the Miami game. Damn amazing. Um, so, yeah, like I said, man, the, the fans are looking forward to seeing you make this roster. We, we, we're looking forward to seeing something coming from the run game. I do want to ask you this. Um, Josh is, has become a big part of that run game, obviously, because he's such a freak, you know, in a good way. Absolutely. I feel that also we probably want him to run a little bit less. So with that being said, you know, do you feel like this year are we going to see a change schematic wise as far as are we still going to be doing the same type of runs i know you can't give up too much you can't say much because obviously you know but are we going to basically be looking at a very similar offense to last year or are we going to be looking to take a different approach to the game this year you know i think we'll be a better offense in uh, in general um in every aspect in the run game even in the past game um so i think when when things get better i think you could see more or something or you could see less so saying you know giving you some information on that, right? I don't know. Uh, we're an OT, OTA, man. And like you said, everything's vanilla. Uh, we've been going, I mean, we go through both run and pass right now. Um, but um, like I said, the team, I think the team overall offensively is going to be better in every phase, uh, offensive line, wise, running backs. Um, so I definitely think it could be. I, I, I have no idea. It's up to Dave's and Dave's, Dave will make the right choices. Um, obviously, he took yeah. us a while ago, so. Man, how how um how does it feel in the locker room right now? Um, and I know now it's probably not the sting isn't there from it, but the last image that we have of our team, um, is Stephon Diggs on the field in Kansas City with his hands on top of his helmet, watching them celebrate the victory. Um, so so now OTAs are here, and I'm hearing Josh say it. I hear Coach say it. Um, all the interviews that we watched, I feel like everybody Tremaine said it. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. We, I know we're on a mission this year. So what's what's the theme this year i know you know first it was championship caliber or it was playoff caliber and championship caliber and you know it, it changes every year this year what are we looking to for, for the bills what's the theme i definitely continue to say we're on a mission uh you know we we got to a point where you know we haven't been to that to that game we made it to last year in a long time a long time um and now we, we need to take that that next step and that's the mission you know head down don't stop until you get there that's it uh, that's 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 the that's the that's the mindset. That's the the way guys are moving. That's the way guys are thinking. Um, guys in the weight room, we're grinding. You know, it's a different it's a different grind. It's a it's a different focus in meeting. Uh, guys are wanting to understand things more than just know where to be at. Uh, it's 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 a different it's a different field because people know we have what we need where we want to get to. Now it's up to us. I um I, I tend to think I, I was talking to someone the other day on a different show and I was saying that I think last year the step forward that the offense took is obviously it's not only encouraging a because it looks like we have a, a modern NFL offense but 
I believe that our defense isn't really the defense we saw last year. I think we're more like the defense we saw the year before. I think injuries last year to Tremaine, I think the time that, um, you know, Matt was out, I believe he had, mm-hmm. Tremaine had the shoulder, Matt had a different injury. But the time that th- those two guys were out, it really made a difference. We had some injuries to the back, the secondary as well. I think we're going to return to form this season with Star coming back and some other things. I think we're going to have like a seven, a top seven, top eight defense with like a top four, top three offense. Is that, is that the, the feeling in the building right now? No, not, not at all. You're, you're, you're completely wrong. The feeling is one, 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 one across the board. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm shortchanging my boys is what you're saying. Well, I, I didn't mean as a slight meaning like, you know, I don't think that y'all going to be one. What I'm saying is like in, 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 in reality, when you look at, how the seasons play out, you know, I, I see our team being as a top five, top one through five in everything that we do. I do think our passing offense, I think is going to be one or two, you know, that's where I'm going with that. Yeah. I think because of the, the philosophy, I don't think our rushing numbers will be, cause I don't think we're going to run as much, but I think I'm excited for Devin. I'm ex- I'm excited to see you out there. And Zach, I think when you guys get, we saw in Miami, when you get opportunities, you're going to take the best of them. Zach, same thing. Devin, same thing. So I think we're going to be efficient. I just don't think we're going to run enough to be able to to compare you guys to Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. But no, no. Yeah, I definitely think we're going to be a top. I think the defense. You know, like I said in OTAs right now, everybody looks fast. Everybody looks. Everybody looks good. Those guys that you saying that you you had said were out last year, you wouldn't even know anything happened to them. Uh, yeah. They're in great form, man. I'm excited to see guys at, at full speed and, and going like they want to be able to go because like. Like you said, they weren't able to do that um, all season, the full season last year. Um, so we're, you know, we'll go, we're going into this thing 100%. And that, I think that can be scary for the rest of the league. And you know what, they, uh, dead level beat just uh, comment in here, or best, I'm sorry. What about Brita? I completely forgot that we added him. How, how, um, how has he looked Matt. so far in OTAs? Hey, Matt's my dude. Matt's a good dude, by the way. He's a really, really cool guy. I'm glad, he, glad he's up here. But, uh, um, he looks he looks good. Matt's fast. Matt is fast. Um, great <laughs> catcher out of the backfield. Great catcher out of the backfield. And uh, yeah, he's definitely gonna add he's gonna add even more to the offense, man. I think, you know, I, like I said, everything's just getting better in Buffalo right now. Uh he's definitely gonna help us do that. I, I, it feels that way, man. Like just so being a fan, I'm 35 years old. I've been a fan my whole life. I just moved away from Buffalo, but I've been you know, Buffalo is in me. So I've been there for the time, the the 20 years of drought. I've been there for, you know, all of that stuff. It completely feels different. I'm a huge fan of Kim Pagula, man. Can you, can you just tell me, how does it feel to have, like, you know, how is her interaction around the building with the players and with the team? Um, Is she as hands-on as it seems? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. She'll, she'll make us cookies, man. She makes cookies. And I'll get (laughs) Uh, she's definitely interactive. She's uh, she comes to practices. She's there. Um, you know, she you'll you'll just see her walking around the facility. Um, this you know, there's really a family up here in Buffalo, man. You know, I I haven't been anywhere else. I don't know how other organizations are, but uh, I feel like this is a one of a kind place. And um, if you're if you're able to be here, I, I really and truly think you're a lucky a lucky a lucky guy for sure. And see, that's what I love to hear, too, because it's, it's no longer it used to be where we used to have pitches for guys coming as a free agent or whatever. Like we used to, you know, beg guys to come to Buffalo and then fans would feel like we never get who we want to get. We never do. The, the feeling and vibe is completely different. Now you got our guys instead of recruiting, they're saying, look, 
you're lucky to come here. If you don't want to come here, cool, because we're going to do it. We're going to do it either way. I love to hear that, man. We got a question here for you from Steve Westerholt. He wants to know, have you played any or much special teams in your career? Oh, absolutely. I was uh, I actually won the MVP of special team uh, basically almost every year in college that I was there. Mm-hmm. So I ran the ball and played special teams. Like, that goes back to me being that team guy, man. I, I don't care. I'm a football player. Um, whatever I need to do, I'll go do it. Um, and I'm, I'm going to try to be the best I can at whatever it is. Yeah, so um, are you – I know there's actually going to be a heavy competition this year for um, return. So as far as I know, you play, you you just mentioned special teams player of the year, basically. But um, are you gonna are you gonna try to throw your hat into that conversation to try and, and compete in there with uh with Isaiah and and I think Stevens is gonna compete. I think we have like uh, Breida probably will compete too. Are you gonna throw your your uh, hat into that? I'm more of a off returner than a uh, than a deep returner. So I'm basically okay. for the guy that, that lines up right in front of him and goes and blocks. Blocking and knocks some feet forward. I got you. I <laughs> career i'll turn a few but but no i'd i'd prefer i'd prefer helping them find the holes in that situation <laughs> yeah yeah i um I, i've been looking at it man i think it's actually gonna be tough it's gonna be fun this year because there's so much competition on every level of the team mm-hmm. i think talking about isaiah mckenzie and and now you know when you're talking about our rookie and stevenson um that we drafted to possibly and hopefully um take on a return role for the team anywhere you look on this team man there's competition and mm-hmm. and Last summer, I had Isaiah McKenzie on the show, and we talked a little bit, and and I kind of asked him the same question I asked you at the beginning of the show, like, "Hey, it's gonna be tough this year. Like, what? How are guys? You know, how are guys feeling? Are, some guys aren't gonna make it. Some guy, you know." And he's like, "Look, we love every single guy on this roster, but we got a mission, and we we trying to win." Yeah. I I just let it, it just it hasn't felt like this in so long, man. It hasn't felt like this. What 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 type of energy do you get around the league when you talk to other people? How do people view you and the team around the league? The Bills have a we have we we've built a you know people really respect the Bills. Uh, you don't just you you it used to be even when I was in college and everything people talked about the Bills and it wasn't I mean you weren't impressed by anything that was going on but now it's like you say the Bills it's like oh they they might they might go to Super Bowl this year they might win the Super Bowl this year that's every conversation our name conversation so I think that's super cool. Um, and I think that's, uh, you know, that you give credit to Bean and McDermott and the Pagoulas for building that and allowing, uh, bringing in the right people to be able to put us in that, uh, in those conversations for sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely completely different than anything I've experienced, but it's, it's interesting to watch sometimes because we still as a fan base will find a way to be offended. You know what I mean? Like, like we got four we got four primetime games and they're like, what? We didn't get enough. We didn't, get, <laughs> we didn't get enough at home. I, I love the respect. I love the newfound respect that the team is getting. Um, you know, what do you think other than obviously better play the winning? Um, what do you think contributed most to the culture changing in Buffalo? I know you weren't here prior to, but um, just based on what you're hearing now and, and now that you're there in the locker room, what's different about the Buffalo Bills organization than other teams that you've played for? What's different? Um, a good question that's a really good question i'd say what's different is is guys you know even in college you have you have guys you know i played two years at ohio state two years at unc uh while i was at ohio state made it to the um, fiesta bowl cotton bowl um but you know you were you were playing ball and you were having fun doing it but now it's like 
like this is what we're doing like this is you're you're here this is you don't have anything else to do but to do this right now and it's it's just that mindset of of um if everybody has to buy in in order for us to get to where we have to get to and everybody knows that it's like everybody is trying to be on point because they're afraid to let the guy next to them down and i think that's what's going to happen i mean that's what's got to happen in order for us to achieve what we're trying to achieve well I, I think it's gonna happen, man. Like I, I, I keep. I know I keep saying like I'm excited for you to be on a team, but the reason, the reason why, man, you, you got to understand. Well, you just said it. Now the the respect factor, the way people talk to you. So as a fan here, I moved to Phoenix, man, and when I was living in Indianapolis for those years, there were times I'm having conversations with Packers fans and Colts fans and all this stuff, and the thing was, oh, you're a Bills fan. Man, what you know, like I couldn't even be part of the conversation because yeah. we didn't make the playoffs. We didn't do, you know, now it's like people are calling me like, hey, what games you going to in Buffalo this year? I think we want to fly and go with you if you're going to see. So it's a completely different vibe, man. And and from one Bills fan representing, you know, the few that are in here right now, I want to thank you for being part of that process to get us here, man. The franchise is absolutely going in the right direction. And it's so much fun to be a part of as a fan. Absolutely, man. Like I said, I. I'm blessed to be here. I'm happy to be here. Um, I wake up every day and I smile because I, I know I'm a Buffalo Bill. So that's that's it. All right, man. So look, we're not going to keep you too much longer. It's a Friday night. I'm going to ask you maybe two or more questions or so, and we're going to get out of here. The first one I'm going to ask you, though, you see, you see what I'm wearing, so you see my who I'm repping with. You know what time of year it is. Where are you going with this, these NBA playoffs? Who, who do I think's got it? Yeah. All right. I'm going to tell you this, and it ain't going to be a surprise. I'm going with Brooklyn, man. <laughs> you know, it's not a surprise. It's not a surprise because it's one of those things that they've they're they're trying to manufacture that championship. You think they're gonna get it for real? Honestly, honestly, I think they might, man. I, I just, they, I mean, obviously their defense was up to question for the longest, but it's just how do you have that amount of scores? And then it's it just doesn't make sense to have those. You have Kevin Durant, and James Harden, two of the greatest scores that we've ever seen. And and then Kyrie and I'm, I I see it, I see it happening. I don't I don't know if they if they don't they don't. But I see it happening. Well, I'd like to see them in the Lakers. I would I would like to um you know the the LeBron KD matchup you know. Yeah, but you're right. You mentioned Harden and LeBron. I mean Harden and KD and and then like Kyrie is there. You, you're factoring in like they probably got. I think one through eight on that roster at some point in their career has have made an all-star game. Yeah, it's crazy. It was, it was <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. So so yeah, well I'm going with the Lakers. You going with you going with the Nets. So I'm gonna be talking mess when I see you on there, man. If I see you on Twitter, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk some stuff there. Um yeah. and then lastly, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go ahead and end it out here. If you have anything special going on, if you have any good causes going on that you want to bring some attention to and bring light to, I would I would love for you to use this platform to let everybody know. And um, and then also anything you want to say to the fans going into the season? Yeah, absolutely. Um, make sure everybody tunes in to the Charlotte race tomorrow. Um, my guy Joe Graff Jr. in the 07 bucked up Chevy Camaro will be racing in that. I'm excited to watch him. Also, I just started an esports team. It's called Ancient World Gaming. Um, I'm in the process of signing different uh, professional gamers. Um, it's going really well. We just officially signed our first sponsor clothing brand uh, called Belief Over Opinion. They, they're the official sponsor of Ancient World Gaming. Um, and uh, to the Bills fans, let's do this thing. I don't I don't even have to say much. We know what we can do. We know what we got to go do. Um, we have the pieces. We got the best damn fans in all of the NFL. 
Um, and we're going we're gonna to try to bring it home for you guys for sure. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Antonio Williams of the Buffalo Bills, thank you so much for joining me, man. Like I said, next time I get you on here, I, I, I don't know what went on. This intro is supposed to be fly free. So next time I get you on, you got my word. I'm going to have a – it's going to be decked out for you. You got my word. Hey, I, ladies and <laughs> – I'm just saying I go I go hard with that part. If I'm not if I don't do nothing else right, you're gonna get that right. But but ladies and gentlemen, y'all know how we do it over here. It's the Jay Spence, the King Show, Code of Conduct on the Buffalo Rumblings podcast and YouTube network. And always take care of each other, love each other, and live in peace and stay positive and test negative. Go Bills. Let's get it. Code of conduct.